0: This time each and every Friday morning, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Korach. Parshas Korach, which according to the Chinuch, contains five positive mitzvahs and four restrictions <clears throat> including the positive mitzvah of pigeon HaBen is one of those partials which again <clears throat> annually does not get easier. Gewalt how could a brilliant man who the rabbis explain was wealthy wise And among those who were Nosei literally, he was one of those that carried the Ark. How could he be so foolish to, unfortunately, bring himself down, literally, in such a terrible way, that God has to create a phenomena that the earth swallows him up, how could he bring down these 250 men and cause nothing less than a magaifa, a plague amongst the people? The answer, before we get started, is kina, tava, and kavod, as we're taught in Pirkei Avos, which we highlight especially during the summer months: jealousy is something which literally can literally cause a person to be, as in the case of Korach, taken out of his world. Doesn't enjoy what he has, and doesn't fagin what the next person has. A very sad story. I'd like to focus on one aspect of this story and learn a very very powerful lesson therefrom we know that Korach comes with 250 men what was bothering him so Rashi cites from the Tanchuma that the jealousy with him stemmed from the fact that Korach says look here my father was one of four brothers. As the Torah teaches in Parsha's Vo'era in chapter 6 Pasuk 18 that Kohas the son of Levi had four sons Amram, Yitzhar hevron and Uziel. So reasons Korah. My uncle Amram He has two sons, his two sons, Moshe and Aaron. One became the king, the other one became the Kohen Gadol. I am from the second son, from Yitzhar. And therefore, now that it's time to have a Nasi, a prince, a leader, over the family of Kahas, that aspect, that group of the Leviim. Surely it should be me. And instead of me being appointed, Moshe appointed a younger cousin, a cousin, namely from not the second son of Kahas, but rather Uziel, Elite Safan, the son of Uziel. So this irritated. And Korach was so full of jealousy that, as the Ramban says, he was waiting for the right moment to strike. The right moment came right after the sin of the Meraglim. And the Jewish people are now destined to spend the next 39 years in the desert. So what could Korach give the people when he says, Look, should I not be your leader? He couldn't promise them a Carvel or Starbucks, even with the proper Hashkacha. So what could Korach give them? He could give them Kavod. What does that mean? He could give them more honor. After all, through the sin of the Egel Hazav, because of the golden calf, the Kahuna, so to speak... Who would be the spiritual leader was taken away from the firstborn that otherwise would have meant that in each family, the firstborn son would have been the priest going to the Mikdash on behalf of the family. Each family would have their own Kohen. This was taken away and given to the tribe of Levi. Korach says... If I'm your leader, I will restore the honor to you. And so the motivation was for Kavod. And therefore, who does he take? 250 men, the majority of whom are from the tribe of Reuven, his neighbor. And again, Reuven easily can be motivated because he too was the firstborn. Of Yaakov, but he too was overlooked for all of the quote important aspects, kingship, etc. And so it is the unfortunate motivation of honor and jealousy which prompts Korach and the 250 men to challenge Moshe and Aaron. What does a Kurdish Baruchu? do in order to settle this duel between the 250 and our own, Moshe instructs them to take ketores, incense, and we'll see, says Moshe, whomever their incense is accepted, that's the one that God has chosen. And we know the 250 men die, Aaron's Ketores is accepted. I'd like to ask, why was specifically Ketores chosen as the vehicle to be the machria, the determining factor as to who was right and wrong? I'd like to share with you a very insightful Medrash Tanchuma, found at the end of Parshas Tetzaveh. And I read, and the Midrash says as follows, Omer Kodesh Baruch Hu, says God, Mikol Corbonos Shatem Makrivim, from all the offerings that you bring, Ein Chovevolai Elo Ketores, that which is most precious to me is the Ketores. Why? Shikolah Karbonos Kulan, all other offerings L'Tzercheyem Shel Yisrael are all for various needs of the Jewish people Ketzad, how so? The Chatas, the sin offering is coming to atone for sin The Asham Again, a guilt offering is for various transgressions. The ola, the burnt offering, comes for hiru halev, for the wrong thoughts. Shlomim is also a kapara, an atonement for positive mitzvos that were done incorrectly. Avol the incense, the burning of the incense was eno lo al Velo ala avon. It's not coming for any transgression. Elo ala simcha. There's no other reason but to bring joy and dedicate that happiness to God. Namely, it's found at the end of Parshas Tetzaveh. Not the Mizbeach Haketores, the altar of incense, is not listed in Parshas. Truma with all the other furniture of the Beis Hamikdash, because while the others were vehicle to perhaps bring the Shekhinah, the Ketores was used in honor of the Shekhinah. The purpose of the incense that was brought every day in the Beis Amikdash was to honor Hashem for no other reason. And so basically we see something very important from the Ketores. It's the purity of intent. And this is what... God finds so special, it is what you would call the Shema, for the sake of, for no ulterior motive. And something very interesting about the Katoris. The Katoris, as we find in the Gemara Yuma, Daf Mem Dalid 44a, based upon the Pasuk, in Achare now the Torah in Achare Mos is speaking about the avoda of Yom Kippur, and there it says that B'chol Adam moed, at the time when the special service of the Ketores was done on Yom Kippur when it was brought. Inside the Holy of Holies, nobody else was able to be in the heichal in the sanctuary, and this the Talmud teaches us is true. Every day, every morning. Every afternoon when the katoris was brought, the Kohen was there alone. There was no aspect of an individual showing himself off in front of others. The katoris was pure, and the act of bringing the katoris as well had to be done in a pure environment. And therefore, why was katoris used to determine who was correct, the 250 or Aaron, because the Katoris represents this purity and the Torah was showing the yes or not purity of motivation that Aaron had in a positive way and the lack of it that the 250 meant as well. This is such a powerful idea. We find in Parshas Korach, that the Torah says in chapter 17, Pasuk 5, literally, that a person should not be like Korach and his assembly. The Talmud understands this to mean over What does that mean? That whoever holds on to an argument, meaning there are so many people that unfortunately parents don't talk to children. God forbid one sibling doesn't talk to another. So on the literal surface, the Torah is saying enough. Don't be machzik Don't hold on to a grudge. Don't hold on to personal feelings and therefore keep a dispute going. Let it go and therefore bring shalom. But I would like to suggest that in addition, the Torah is teaching us that each and every one of us has to look at our performance of mitzvot. What is motivating us? Are we motivating ourselves in order that we should have more acclaim, in order that others should look upon us differently? And that's why when I daven in shul and I daven at home it's a different kind of davening of course we should be davening in shul with a minion but even when unfortunately I cannot daven at home and maybe I might even have a better opportunity I don't plan it that way, but to be able to in even with greater kavana, the idea is what is motivating all of us when it comes to the giving of charity, and not only that, when we criticize others, what is the reason for that criticism? You've got to ask yourself twice, is it to build ourselves up? And that's why, interestingly, the Gemara says that while the Ketores is brought for no other reason, the Gemara in Zivachim Taf Peches, Amid Beis teaches us that something which is brought Bechashai, something which is brought literally in secret, where no one else is there, when the Kohen offers the incense in the Beis HaMikdash, morning and night, it is Machapir for the and Hora, which is most often said Bechashai, which is said in private as well. The concept behind Pashas Korach is that not only are the actions that we do significant, but the motivation behind those actions are equally as important and significant as well. You're having a hard day. You should work on yourself that this is not shared with others. Others look at your face, they should see a smile. you owe it to them. And this self fish hakpada, this emphasis on me, they didn't invite me. I did not get an aliyah or I didn't get the aliyah that I should have gotten. We don't always see it in ourselves. We see it in Korach. And therefore the Torah says that each and every one of us should take a good look at their motives and try to make sure that they are a little bit purer. Shabbat Shalom to all.